This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. London calls and Preston North End find the answer. Tom Cannon keeps doing Tom Cannon things and all of a sudden, somehow, someway, Ryan Lowe's men have half a chance. Sorry, I'll start with a thanks because it is Sunday morning. It is 8am and you've dragged yourself out of bed to do this. Um, how was last night? How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, it's not just any old Sunday either. It's, it's Easter Sunday. So massive Easter wishes to everybody. I hope you have a brilliant time. Um, dragged up at 8am to a podcast. You can, you can never question my loyalty to, uh, to the cause, my commitment. Yeah, uh, yesterday I went to Poulton, uh, went for a few beers. Quite lively, Poulton. I like Poulton a lot. A few really nice places. Never been uh, around there. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have the feel that their team's about to be relegated either. Uh, you know, the the people were quite jovial. Uh, it was quite a good day. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, wasn't too rough after Queen's Park Rangers, which is always ideal. So, uh, so yeah, all in all. I'm in, uh, I'm in decent shape this Easter. Maybe they were out celebrating Mick's departure. Well, indeed, yeah. As you tweeted yesterday, it's, um, it's a travesty to see these, you know, homegrown managers. I know he's Irish, but he's more or less homegrown. Just not given a chance to yeah. fulfil their potential at these clubs. Mick McCarthy was doing a job much better than any of us could have ever imagined. I could um, really, I was starting to see him really turn that around. Okay, he's um, playing some good he's stuff. He's not the green of late. No. But, you know, he, he's been he's been starting to implement his his DNA on that team, and it's a shame to see him not able to fulfil that. But um, massive shame. But let's hope um, Blackpool are able to get an equally useful manager at the helm <laughs> this time again. How was Friday? A day in London and three points doesn't get much better, does it? Really good day. London away days are brilliant, aren't they? I know it was a bit of a mess getting there, having to go around the houses, but we were richly rewarded for our our travels. Yeah, we so we got into London about half ten, made a beeline straight to Notting Hill, 
a place yeah. I've not really been before. Same. Um, so, went for a few beers around there. It was good. Uh, one of the lads lives there. Nothing. They've got a lot of expats who live in London, haven't they? Yeah, which is good. But yeah, we went for a few minutes around Notting Hill. It was good around there. We enjoyed it. Um, and then obviously made a beeline for Queens Park Rangers after a few after a few scoops. So um, yeah, nothing to complain about the day. It was a it was a great day. And then obviously uh, on the train home, we did a Twitter Spaces live, the Peony Live Lounge from the train back. We managed to get some stars on it. The Riddler came on. Did he? He spoke, uh, he, he spoke he well. Well, he's fucking cliches, unfortunately, to Peter. And I tried to really press him on an answer. About um, what? Well, I, t- I said to him something along the lines of, can we dare to dream, Peter? Can we lose ourselves in this thing? Can we allow our, our emotions to take over? And he said, well, it's important not to get too up and down. Yeah. And I interrupted him. And I said, Peter, come on. That's cliche. Give me a proper <laughs> answer. Um, and then he said, well, you know, if you look at my texts um, now compared to a couple of weeks ago, they're much different. I was like, Peter, that's not an answer to my question. Can we believe? And then he hung up the phone. Did he? So, um, Well, you've got more of an interview at him than I've managed in the past few months. <laughs> Well, I, I I don't think he was expecting to be thrust straight into the hustle no. bustle of a uh, of a Twitter live space, but um, you know, as he always does, he handled himself with a plum. Take it one game at a time, Adam. The message from PR, superb. Don't that get fair. too high or too low, guys. Well, he must he must really know that after these all these years. Yeah, it's not Peter's first rodeo, is it? Absolutely not. Yeah, QPR, they're in dire form, weren't they? And you're just hoping North End could turn up on the day. And turns out QPR are pretty bad, but we were good. It's really bizarre, QPR, really, because they've got they've got some pretty half decent individual yeah. players. The team came out, and I thought, surely this isn't going to be a walk yeah. in the park. No, and um, and you know they spent a decent chunk of this year sort of towards the top of the league. You know, I think it's after twenty games they were. In mm. the top two, isn't it? Something on those lines. Yeah. What an outrageous crash in form for them, and it's hard to pinpoint an answer really uh, as to why. I know, I know, the former manager went to Rangers. Well, the manager before Neil Critchley, uh, of course, who wasn't able to turn the fortunes around at Loftus Road. But yeah, mm. no win at Loftus Road is easy. A little bit cliche, but it's not. I mean, you see the team that came out, and like I said, they've got individual quality. Um, obviously, supporters actually got behind them. I thought, you know, they had that naughty corner near the corner flag, didn't they? That, that every yeah. time I looked over, was just going off. It had that summery vibe to it. it looked it looked quite good. Uh, but yeah, North End were just incredibly professional on the day. I thought they were always the better team in the first half, um, and then uh, once they scored in the second half, they put them. And they put the game to bed really nicely. It was a, a really good performance, okay, against a team who were who were in free fall, but you can only beat what's in front of you, cliche alert. And um and we did that really with a minimum of fuss. There was just that one moment in the first half, weren't there, when Brown shapes inside and kills a beauty off the post. And it, it you I think you put a message in the chat, how has that not gone in? It looked in all the way, didn't it? And then I'm typing, and I look up, and chairs one on one. I'm not. I'm still not sure how he got there, but that would have been madness if they'd scored there, wouldn't it? Yeah, I just waiting for the net to bulge. 
it, and then, oh, I've watched it back and he looks like he's trying to miss. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just wonder if they, they've had all this hacker nonsense and they've thought, sack this. I'm oh, you mean chair? Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I thought it meant Alan Brown, which would have been a, a ridiculous no. accusation to make. Oh. Um, yeah. He, just, uh, he, he didn't just, try he and do it. anything. He just run in and kicked it wide. Which is bizarre because he was one of the four players of the championship last yeah. season. He's just clearly, obviously, just utterly bereft of, of any sort of confidence in front of goal. Uh, but yeah, yeah I've, I've no idea how it got there either. Seems to ricochet off the post and, and all of a sudden they, they were propelled into a one versus one situation. Uh, luckily, luckily, they didn't score, but that was their only moment of the game, wasn't it? It was, really? yeah. I can't really think of another opportunity that they had. So, yeah, take that all day, don't you, really? If you can restrict the team to one clear chance like that, especially yeah. when they never look like scoring. Yeah. The one downside from the from the day, really, was Brown going off. But And you do worry for that, really. We'll come on to that. But that actually led to one of the bigger positives as well, which is Josh Onoma. Like an absolute yeah. machine. Suddenly, like, Wow. You, this yeah. isn't the player I was watching a couple of weeks ago. He just looked class, didn't he? Um, he yeah, looked like, he, he, looked like he was choosing to take the piss a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and he was playing alongside Johnson, who who was doing that all day. Um, yeah. He painted the place a shade of Johnson, didn't he, DJ? <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it was a sparkling performance, a reminder of just how good this guy can be. Um, and yeah, again, you're left scratching your head as to why he was left out for most of the season. But anyway, we'll not we'll not linger on that. Yeah, Onimo um, was brilliant. Um, I was worried when Brown went off. I thought I was Brown's a bit. going off, and and obviously Onimo's coming on. He's not really played, and he's looked a little bit like a H HGV in recent weeks. But he was outstanding. I thought, um, and we we got a glimpse of a player that we could potentially have. Obviously, it's important not to get too het up on these things really you know yeah. one individual isolated performance doesn't make a player but uh, if you can keep churning out performances like that then we have a serious player on our hands yeah you do wonder don't you what's going to happen with him because it's a short deal nobody really knows at all but yeah him and him and DJ could feasibly both be here one of them could be here neither of them could be here so just see eh just see yeah so obviously with Johnson I hope to God he stays, but I, to, I mean, you couldn't blame him whatsoever if you wanted a, a change. Probably a so, similar situation to last time, isn't it, where he's going to say, let me just see what, what comes about. Yeah, you can't blame him. It'll be his last decent contract, you think, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so uh, if, he, if he chooses to squeeze every last drop out of the situation, you'd imagine he'd get, I don't really like talking money, but you'd imagine he'd get 20 grand somewhere, wouldn't you? He'd be a key player to somebody at this level. Hopefully it's with us, but if he wants to change, and what a great servant he's been and a, a joy to watch for these years. Yeah, he was good on Friday, really good. We always say it with DJ, but when the game feels like it's being played like to DJ's tune, then you know he's playing well. Like That's, that's a lovely line, that, by the way. Do you like that? Have you, have, you, have you included that in one of your pieces? You should have. I feel like you've done something similar. Well... Like he's he's orchestrating the whole thing. Like he knows where yeah. everything's. He knows what's going on. Yeah, it, it's just been played to his his. Uh, I'm in charge. Know, of yeah. yeah, his pace. 
it turned into a Johnson loving, but how could it not? Um, <laughs> and he, he obviously got that ovation uh, when he walked underneath the away supporters, and obviously uh, they were greatly ap- appreciative. It just does he take like much of that in or not? Is he like I don't know. He's never been one really to, no, uh, to bathe in that. To bathe in it, but it just felt a little bit like a moment, really, but almost like a a thank you, really. Uh, I wouldn't say a goodbye because uh, he wouldn't do that, but it just had the makings of a of you know appreciation on both sides. Yeah. It's not always been it's not always been smooth with him, really. He was cheered off the pitch you a know. few months ago, yeah, and obviously. Uh, the infamous, I will drive you to Wigan. But um, again, it's just a situation that we've had over the years where you don't quite know what you've got until you, until they're gone. And I imagine that might be the case with Johnson. Well, in fairness, it it was the case with Johnson when we had Woodburn in midfield all season and you look at our team and you're thinking, this is just absolutely atrocious. Then all of a sudden you've got Johnson coming into the team and, and you start to see performances like, like QPR. Obviously, it's not just Johnson. Whiteman was brilliant. Uh, yeah. Alan Brown was having a great game. Uh, we've got a, a genuine raw score of goals at the top of the pit. So it just reminds me more of David Nugent every week. Um, so yeah, it's not it's not just that, but I suppose the sum of our parts now are much greater than they were earlier on in the season, uh, and Johnson contributes towards that. Yeah, you've mentioned him there, Nuge reborn. He's just absolutely full of confidence when he gets through on goal, isn't he? What a header that is. I didn't think he had that in his locker. That's a that's delightful. It's a brilliant header, yeah. And, and then it's getting thrown and lands home. Brilliant. Yeah. Cross from Brady who came in for Fernandez. Some method to that madness, actually, not just rotation. Manager said. Didn't fancy Alvaro up against Ethan Laird, who he obviously knows from United. So in came Brady who put the cross in. Did all right on the day, didn't he? And then yeah, Cannon's just absolutely banging form. Yeah, brilliant. Two really good goals, actually. Um on Cannon, uh, the contrast between him and Troy Parrot, who who I suppose is um, point, yeah. slightly just lacks a little bit of confidence in front of goal, but um, I never thought that uh, that Troy was scoring, whereas Tom Cannon, uh, there wasn't a single moment doubt it was, yeah. it was just going in. It, it was so Nugent-esque, it was untrue. Running the whole in. shape of his body, like high stance. Yeah. yeah. It was just, he's just a stone-cold killer. In that situation, <laughs> it, it was always going in. Christ, this guy's going to be a player, isn't he? <laughs> Everton will ultimately reap the rewards of this loan spell, but if we can, if we can get him back for one more year, which is incredibly unlikely, I'd be absolutely stunned if his destination is back here. But um, yeah, just enjoy it while we can between now and the end of the season because he's going to be some player and just deadly. In that situation, where he scored the second goal, and and arguably the and the head is the better goal. Um, I but, think so. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Two really well taken goals, uh, and obviously the old Archer comparison will start to come out. But why do we need to compare these two? We've had two really good lone strikers in the last couple of years, and I've enjoyed them both equally as much. Really, I suppose that is the encouragement for us that we found another one. So hopefully we could fat. And then obviously North End through this are becoming more appealing for Prem clubs to send their kids to strikers. Yeah. So you've just got yeah, to hope there is a third if there isn't, if it's not Tom Cannon. Yeah. It's becoming this. It's becoming a, a real hotbed to improve his stars, isn't it? Yeah. Which, which send is them a, here, we'll make you millions and lose loads ourselves. 
<laughs> Which isn't the greatest business model, really, but it's quite it's quite enjoyable while it lasts. Yeah. Uh, when you can really connect with these lone stars before they crush your heart and say, "I'm going elsewhere." Um, but uh, yeah, loans are, are what we are at the moment, so we're going to have to grin and bear it and uh, and hopefully propel us to the Premier League. I tell you what, if we go up, and Tom Cannon will be here next season. Can I show Boy, you that? He? Yes. Wow. Really. You've mentioned it, not me. Got a chance, haven't they? Which seems ridiculous because Brown looks like he's going to be out. Evans is out. Reese is out. Cunningham's out. But all of a sudden, eighth in the table with five to play. I just can't quite believe that myself, but that is the situation we're in. I get ahead of Reading at home. Got a chance. Well, it's important not to get too high and low. Wow. As the Riddler would say. Yeah. No, um, I, I just started to fall on the train home. Albeit, I was drinking a bottle of rum at the time. Not on my own, that'd be ridiculous. Uh, but Was that I when you rang start... me three times in the middle of the press conference? Oh, did I call you in the press conference? <laughs> well, um, I imagine that I was trying to get you on the live lounge. Yeah. Uh, one of the many stars we called. <laughs> I did consider it, but Gareth Ainsworth is absolutely tearing into his players and I wanted to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I don't think we're going up. I don't think we'll get top six. But why not just... Let's just take let it to the wire. Go. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just do it. Let's just... <laughs> It's not it's not a free hit because you're two points outside the playoffs and it and it means a lot, but for large parts of the season we're thinking we're like relegation fodder. And yet the league is ultimately that bad. Let's have it right. Not that they're coming into a real rich purple patch at the moment, but the league is that bad that it it, it sort of it allows you to do it. And how many times have we spoken on this on this about all it takes is a couple of wins head together, a real cluster of good results. And all of a sudden, you, you're flying up the table and you're in contention. And that's what we're doing. There's always one team that, that finishes the season with a wet sail. There's always yeah. one team who does it. Could it be us? Could it? Can it? I'd be surprised. Can it? Oh, no. Oh, cut that, that out. Atrocious. Yeah, I would <laughs> cut that out. Yeah. Well, actually, I'd, I'd keep it in. But, yeah. It ought to be cut out. But um there's always yeah. one that just comes storming from nowhere. Can it be us? Can Go we put on. the league to sleep and yeah. sneak in? That'd be brilliant. And then we'll get Luton at Luton at home in the playoffs. They'll nick third. They'll see them off. Yeah, see them off. Yeah, they'll blink in front of those bright white lights, won't they? And yeah. then we'll just, and then we'll just... Whoever it is at whoever it is at Wembley. Oh, Wembley. Yeah, they'll be in for it, won't they? Because, you know, <laughs> we'll have that momentum that we've carried in from the season. A quick word for QPR. I know we mentioned them earlier, but I think you, you've got to expect them to get relegated after that. Huddersfield under Colin are flying, and they just look the worst, one of the worst teams you've ever seen. The only hope he's got, Ainsworth, is if he's, like we said, they've got some decent players, if they like produce a few moments from now to the end of the season. But as a team, they were awful. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like Leicester uh, in the Premier League. It's a curious one because they've got the players there. You, great, you at, great comparison. Nowhere, nowhere near the bottom three, but they are. It's a bizarre old game, um, and I hope I really hope that Ainsworth can turn it around 
Uh, not least because QPR is a great away day. That cannot be consigned to League One. That would be a travesty and a tragedy. Um, and I hope he does it at Ainsworth because he'll have been there, obviously, when he um, when he did that lap of the pitch. Um, so I really liked that. And I put, applauded the fans. Preston um, fans? No, no, no. Oh, well, right. as, it, as it happened, he came over to Preston fans first, which, <laughs> which might, might have rubbed QPR fans the wrong way. He, I noticed it because he wandered over to try and clap the corner uh, nearest the North End fans. And then you could see it in his body language. You're thinking, I've made a massive error here because all of a sudden I'm in front of Preston fans and they're clapping. My me. team have just been then, steamrolled. Yeah. Appl- applauding the away fans. And like the whole place is like, it's up in flames, Boom. people are seething. Boom! Like, let's burn it down, you can go as well. And all of a sudden, your manager's applauding the away fans after a 2-0 comprehensive <laughs> defeat. You're thinking, what on earth is going on? But you could see that Ainsworth wasn't meaning to do it. He just he just happened yeah, yeah. to be in this horrible position. Um, but it was, it was a genuinely good thing to do. Uh, and it took a lot of courage because the place was was um, was up in flames around him. But he 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 was in the midst of it, and it, and you can genuinely see that he'll try everything he can uh, to get them out of the mess. Um, and I hope he does because QPR is a place that we simply must go to next season. It's a brilliant away day. Yeah, if he manages to keep him up, I tell you what, eighty percent of that squad is getting kicked out the door. Because it just doesn't reflect him. It's not a team in him in his image, is it? You can just tell he don't don't like it. He'll be getting. He'll be eyeing Ashley Barnes on a free. He'll be getting people like that in. <laughs> yeah, the thing with Ainsworth is, it's looking increasingly likely that obviously a Wickham, like all sort of revolved around him. He implemented everything that he wanted to do, and then he's gone into QPR, and obviously the. And they're losing every week, but he's almost got an embarrassment of riches there. Um, and he's struggling to put the pieces together. Yeah. Um, so it's a tricky one. Neil Critchley's a really good manager and he couldn't sort it out. So Good point. Good luck, Gareth. Yeah, he's backing us for top six anyway, he said afterwards. And they've got a great chance. He also said, I'm glad they've given Ryan time. So he's obviously keeping an eye on us. Well, he's a, yeah. Well, he's third club, aren't he's we? Bit of a legend, but really. What is called Blackburn QPR us? Oh, well, maybe he's a fourth then. Yeah. He lo- he lo- well, he loves Wickham, doesn't he, as well? Oh, yeah, oh, we're, yeah. Maybe we're fourth. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, just a quick one. Um, what did uh, what did uh, Ryan Lowe say about Alan Brown's injury? I've not read um, it. On crutches, fear his knee may have opened up, was struggling to walk. Um, yeah. I said, is there any encouragement you can give us? And he said, no. So they're going to get it scanned. He's never really had a bit bad, bad injury, has he, Brown? It'd be a real. No, I can't think of one. Yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're just having flashbacks to Reese, aren't you, at Stoke? I hope it's not the same as that. Yeah, that'd be a mess because he's just starting to come into his own. Really, he was starting to really marshal that midfield beautifully. A lot, <laughs> obviously, alongside Johnson and Whiteman. Anyway, so. lift the mood. Big game this. Reading beatable. Seeing Andy Carroll's tweeting fans on Twitter telling them to stick with him. It's a banana skin, but also there's a, there's more tough tasks you could have here, isn't there? It is precisely the games North End lose, isn't it? Well, our, uh, our, everyone's our, looking ahead to Millwall. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Take you back to last season, 3-0 down at half-time or whatever. No, 3-0 <laughs> down. 3-0 <laughs> down after an hour, was it? 
Yeah, something like that. Yeah, everyone's allowed themselves to get a little bit ahead of themselves in the fact that what a big game Millwall is now. You know, two playoff chasing teams. Yeah. If you take points off them, it'd be brilliant. Hold but, on. But we are losing to Reading, everyone, whether you like it or not. No, yeah, you, you mentioned there, obviously, there are a lot harder matches to have at this time. And you're spot on. Um, Reading is precisely the game that if you want to go up, cliche alert, you have to be beating these teams. And I tell you what, what a run it would be to go into that Millwall game, having, <clears throat> excuse me, having just, you know, essentially just just beaten everyone in your path. So ultimately, we should be winning the game. Drawn the last three, one one, and then they'd lost the last, they'd lost four before that, so they've not won in seven. But the tight games, they've drawn three, one one, they've lost three by a goal, and they got pumped at Middlesbrough, which we can all relate to. So yeah, yeah it might be a stuffy one. Just got to hope. We've got a goal scorer, so you've always got a chance. Getting one chance in the game. First goal's all important. Tell you what, football cliches will be shaking here. I know. Rattling them off. I'm on a crusade to get <laughs> as many cliches as I possibly can into this episode. <laughs> right, Reading at home, there's not many games here for you to have a go at, but I've found one. Not looking forward to this at all. There's, there was two Absolutely. from like the mid-2000s, and I don't really remember them. So, a bit more recent. 2015, 12th of December. The first thing to note is that I don't think any... I would challenge anybody to remember a single home fixture against Reading, other than obviously last season when we were yeah. in a complete hole. But on this occasion, we won 3-0. No, we didn't. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Year after? 2017, March, yeah. The Barky yeah. Show. Yeah, same thing. <sighs> Christ almighty, 2015. We must have won because you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have mentioned it otherwise. Um, 2015. Yeah, we'd have won under Grayson. We never lost at home. Can't ever imagine losing a game at home under Grayson. <laughs> I challenge anybody uh, to find an example. <laughs> um, I don't remember at all. Really don't. December. You pass him. I'm not gonna pass. I think they're in I'll a pink kit. Them. If that's if that reignites yeah. any kind of memory, it won't be. I'm gonna have a guess that Hunt scored in a what? <sighs> Two 0 win. Ah. One nil, Joe Garner penalty at the cop. That happened, could by you, the way. Could, <laughs> could you have plucked out a more well, a more obscure game? <laughs> I thought you should have. I think there'll be fans listening to that thinking. Come all, on. I, I can assure you there will not be a single supporter who can recall that game. It just didn't happen. Well, it might have happened, but. Well, I've not took it too far back, so I thought I'll... the three nil's easy. You'd have got that'd have been over, done and dusted in thirty seconds. Well, yeah, because Daryl Horgan scored incredibly. <laughs> Joey You've G done from me. the spot. You've done more from you. Well, to be fair, they are the most forgettable team in the on the planet. Reading at home. Come on. I remember a night game against Reading from like Mellorera Parking. Absolutely battered them all game. Lost like two one. I just. Yeah, that's the one that sticks out for me. Wow, that's an incredible memory because, like I said, Reading at home, nobody ever remembers them. Remember the away games? Con- contrary to a lot of people, I think that Reading's a decent enough away game. And I'll be... Well, I'm, I mean, you don't want Huddersfield to stay up and Reading go down, do you? That would be a travesty. That would be hell. One all team all in blue and white's going I do, down. I, I do like... I do like Neil Warnock. One, yeah. one team in blue and white's going down. 
well, yeah, Wigan, I guess, but then another Huddersfield, Reading, QPR. We're all at it. Not us, though. No, no, we're not going down. We're going up. We're going up. Tell them louder. Nah, there was we're going up. <laughs> there was EIEIO, weren't there, at full time? Oh, I'll tell you what. Ryan Lowe, he didn't want to do the fist pump well. Oh, he did. I think he did. That's why he portrayed it. Yeah, he yeah. always wants to do the fist pump. But I don't think he planned on doing the fist pump. I think Klopp's a bit like that. Himself to lose it. Yeah, I'm sure Klopp's done that before. Like, ignored yeah. him and then bang. Just when you think he's right out of the Klopp textbook. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely hate it and love it at the same time. It's a bizarre, it's a, it's a bizarre thing, isn't it? The fist pump. Yeah, it it's, a, it's almost ironic now. Like at the start, like it was obviously his thing, and it was sort of um, a little bit cringy. Now it's just funny. He loves it. Absolutely loves it. You're going to Harrogate now, are you? Yeah, gonna have a nice Easter Sunday and then early drive back tomorrow for the big game. Do you think there'll be um, a bumper crowd on on the I'm thinking, ding at home? Thinking twenty k. They'll bring a few. I'm surprised if they'll pack it out. Oh well, they 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 travel in numbers. They could um. They could market it as the hum binger, couldn't they? <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> Is Paul Lynch in charge there still? Yeah. Well, there you go. That attracts numbers in itself because there'll be, you know... The hum dinger, that's great. Supporters coming out the woodwork to get a glimpse of Ince. Yeah. Um, I, I'd be shocked if there's not 20,000 on. You know? Yeah. Come on, guys. It's time once and for all to play your part. Come on. <laughs> Let's get on. Let's get on and back the lads in the humdinger at Deepdale. Superb. Will you be sampling the gentry bar tomorrow? Or will you be going in there with pitchforks? I will be uh, probably in the Army and Navy, um, scoffing at the idea of the fan zone, trying to kill Meadow Street. And also, not just Meadow Street, you've got Princess Alice, you've got the Moorbrook, all in a touching distance. How could they ever do this to these great establishments? Yeah. It's wrong. Shag. It's out of order. It's out of order. We're better than this. Anyway, let's keep it positive. The humdinger. It's on. It's on. Come on, PA. Come on. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's allow ourselves. Let's not listen to the Riddler. We're not listening, Peter. We're doing it. We're losing ourselves in this thing. Come on. <laughs> Tell you what. Imagine we go up. Imagine Wembley and the Riddler's being hoisted into the air, Guardiola <laughs> style, by the players. Oh, what a special moment that would be. Yeah. The ultimate sort of renaissance of somebody who was... Potsy and Ibiza on. with his back on his boat. Oh, oh yeah. Spelling Risdale wrong. But <laughs> the sentiment meant a lot all the same. Absolutely superb. If we could hoist the Riddler up oh, in his long P&E coat, despite it being 25 degrees, <laughs> hoisting him aloft, that would be... Some of them were the best moments of my life, I think. Genuinely. And we'll leave everybody Peter, with that, that video. Yeah. The Humdinger and the campaign to hoist the Riddler aloft. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah. Happy Easter, one and all. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, 
When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and P&E are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.